What's up, BC family? It's your host, Don Shea Bates, and I welcome you back to the Bowley Confess Show. So today, BC family, I'm so excited to have you all back here. Um, I know we have recently been going over the different fears, the different doubts that have been either lying within us, ones that we have already overcome, and maybe some things that we are learning new about ourselves here on today, right? So, um... I want to take a look. Today, we are going to be talking about the self-doubter, right? So, um, we're going to be reading out of the book of Matthew, chapter 21, verses 18 through 22. If you want to write that down, I'm actually going to be reading from the CEV version. Um, and our review is going to be coming out of the NIV version, right? So, um If you want to write that down, Matthew chapter 21, verse 18 through 22. Glory to God. So I know we usually go into the word first, but today I want to do a little different. I want to move a little different, and I'm going to go over the self-doubter, and then we're going to jump into the word, right? Glory to God. So before we get into any of this, we have God to God to place God on the throne where he is always at and acknowledge him right in prayer. So let's go ahead and jump into prayer. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Father God, for who you are. We thank you for this podcast platform. We thank you for my obedience, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for the subscribers, the ones who have not yet subscribed, Father God, the viewers who may be listening in secret, Father God. I thank you for them all in the name of Jesus, Lord. Whoever is here, including myself, Father God, I just pray that you grant them, that you grant us as a unit, Father God, under your blood, Father God, what it is that we have come here for today. Father God, we are here, we have arrived, and we're just asking that you meet us at this table, Father God, and provide a fresh word to us, Father God. As I go forth and give the word, Father God, I ask that I, Donche Bates, decrease, and that you, Father God, increase, Father God. I come against any distractions that would try to come in and distract us from this word, Father God. Um, sleep, Father God, whatever it may be, Father God, I pray and I ask that you just have us in the right position, the right heart posture to receive the word on today. Father God, as we go in and we get intentional about recreating ourselves in you, Father God, I ask that you go in and you begin to remove that spirit of doubt that may have laid dormant in us, that may have been active in us, Father God, that may only come when the enemy sends things to torment us, Father God. I ask that you go in today as we make the steps forward, Father God, that you meet us halfway, Father God, and that you go in and that you uproot some things, Father God. In Jesus' name, we ask for clarity, healing, restoration of our confidence, restoration of a Godfidence, Father God, on our life. In Jesus' name. In your name that we pray, Father God, we say glory, hallelujah, and amen. Right? So, BC family, let's jump in. We're going to look at the self-doubter, right? So, the self-doubter. What is a self-doubter? What is self-doubt, right? So self-doubt is the 
fear of not being good enough or insecure about one's capabilities, right? So it's the fear of that fear that you feel when you're around your friends and you're like, man, am I really accepted here? Do I really fit it in here? I am a little different. I knew I was different from the start. You know, God, did you really send me here? You know, that's that fear of not being good enough. That's that fear. You know, God, you sent me this wife. You sent me this husband. You sent me this position at work. You sent me, you know, these children. You've called me to be a mother. I, you know, I'm with child. You've called me to the podcast. You've called me to the YouTube channel. You've called me to start this small business. Father God, do I really have what it takes to be what it is that you have for me to become. Father God, are am I capable of carrying out what it is that you have for me to carry out, right? So this is the self-doubt that we are going to be addressing today, right? Because it's important to overcome this BC family because the reality of it all in this fight is that We cannot win a fight when in doubt. You have to be sure of self. If you are in doubt and we are in the ring and we are fighting, you know, and you go to throw a punch and you say, you know what? I think I should use my right this time. And you hesitate. That could cause you to get knocked off balance, which could keep you, which could hinder you, which could hinder us from the moves that are probably the best moves to make in this season, right? Self-doubt. So the things we believe can take us either to new bold directions or it can cause us to just feel stuck like we are like we just running in place, afraid to go after the things that we really want. Well, okay, okay, Sister Shay, how how are we going to overcome this, right? Okay, that's what that's what you're thinking, right? I'm going to get to the word. I'm making my way there, right? <laughs> so to overcome this, right? It's going to require us to change the way that we are speaking, right? Because words create our reality. So this is going to require us to take action on the way that we are going about things. We're going to take action. It's going to, we're going to require us to take action to tackle these things, to check our heart posture about a thing, to check the way that we are speaking about a thing. And when we are making a change or when we are uprooting some things, it's going to call for a support system. And that's where you have to look around and you have to see who who is in my circle, you know, at this time. Are these people for me? Uh, even Jesus had his 12 disciples. He also had a Judas in there, you know, so it's going to require you to take a look around and see who is really fighting with you, who wants to see great growth and change in you and for you so that you can get to the things that God has for you to obtain. Right. And, you know, it's just going to have this is going to be a time where it's going to call for us to take action and have that support that we are needing to overcome the self-doubt of not feeling good enough, right? So I want to jump into the word. And it's like I said, it's going to be from the book of Matthew, chapter 21, verse 18 through 22. And it's the story of the fig tree. I know this is a common story, but I feel like it goes right with where God is having us today, right? Matthew 
So Jesus puts a curse on the fig tree. Verse 18. When Jesus got up the next morning, he was hungry. He started out for the city. And along the way, he saw a fig tree. But when he came to, to it, he found only leaves and no figs. So he told the tree, you would never again grow fruit. Right then, the fig tree dried up. The disciples were shocked when they saw how quickly the tree had dried up. But Jesus said to them, if you have faith and don't doubt, I promise you, I promise that you can do what I did to the, to this tree. Okay, let me pause there because I want to get some clarity. So basically what Jesus is telling them, you know, Jesus was hungry. He's on his way back to the city. He finds this empty fig tree. It it has nothing but leaves on this tree. He's hungry. He's looking for the fruit, right? So it said that Jesus cursed this fig tree. He said he said to this tree, you guys, he said, may you never bear fruit again. And it said immediately the tree withered. Immediately this tree just died. It just dried up, right? Right then, the fig tree dried up. So then we get along and the disciples, you know, it says that the disciples were shocked at how quickly the tree had dried up. But Jesus said to them, if you have faith and don't doubt, I promise that you can do what I did to this tree. And you will be able to do even more. You can tell this mountain to get up and jump into the sea. And it will. If you have faith when you pray, you will be given whatever it is that you ask for in prayer. Okay? So, are we hungry? We're hungry, right? We want to win this fight. There's some things that we're wanting. There's some things that we're going after. There are some things in us that we want to clean up and get up and out of us, right? We have set out. As Jesus has set out, right? He set out on his journey. He's hungry. He's going. He's looking. He's searching. He's finding. What are we doing? We're seeking. We're knocking. We're praying. We're gathering here. We're meeting here. Back here every Monday, every Thursday. We are in position. We are looking for our fig tree, right? So here it is. Jesus is telling them, if you have faith and you don't doubt, He's saying not only can you do what he has done to this fig tree, that that we are, are going to be able to also say to the mountains that are in our life, throw yourself into the sea and it will be done. This is the promise that he has given us. This is that hope in the future that he has given us. If he says, if you believe you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. So we are here today, Lord, asking that you rid us of this self-doubt. You know, here it is. We have these nice, fresh mindsets that we were born with. You know, things have taken place in our childhood, in our day-to-day life, every day that is here to cause doubt in us that have been placed on the inside of us to cause fear to rise up so that it can hinder us from going in and accomplishing the things that you have for us. 
Lord, and we are looking and maybe have been looking in certain places for things that only lie within you, such as deliverance, restoration. These are the things that you are here to provide to us, right? So you should be the fig tree that we are chasing after. So here is God. We've learned on today. The enemy does not want me to get this word out. When I tell you, BC family, this is my fourth time recording. I am going to get this word out. So Satan, you can go sit down. You can send your minions. Father God, I come against any word curses that have been placed over this podcast. I come against any voodoo, any hexes, any spells. Any anti-progression spirits, any spirits of doubts, any monitoring spirits that may be sitting up under this podcast and coming here for anything other than the word of the Lord, because that is what is being given here on this podcast. Nothing more, nothing less in the name of Jesus. Any monitoring spirits that have been sit here by anything, anybody other than you, Father God. I come in and I just bind and I break whatever hex and spells that they may have put over this podcast. In Jesus' name, Satan, I command you to flee in seven different directions in the name of Jesus. You will not come in and take up this word. You will not pervert the word that God has to give on today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I pray that y'all all are praying with me because evidently this word may be for me, maybe for somebody that needs to hear it and it's going to be heard. Okay, so let's jump back in. Thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Speak through me, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Can we just can we just worship the Lord right now? Can we just worship the Lord? We're gonna get to the word. We're gonna get to the word. We're gonna get to the word. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for loving me too much. Unconditionally. Thank you for loving me too much. Thank you for loving me. What would I have been? Where would I have been without you? You love me too much. Oh, oh God, come Now in you be. You are A to Z. And everything in between. I'm mama, mama, Now you be the most high king. Or Thank you, Jesus. 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 
I feel the chains breaking in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You may. Now I'm standing here only because you may. Now I'm standing here only because you may. Thank you, BC family. Thank you, BC family. Thank you, BC family. We thank you, Jesus, for this breakthrough. I bind and rebuke the spirit of doubt. Do what you have come to do, God. You are a dependable God. Just as the song said, God, we thank you. We worship you. We lift you up and glorify and magnify your name. Magnify who you are in our lives, right? Okay, BC family, so let's let's jump back in. So here is, like I said, the fig tree, we are overcoming doubt. We are overcoming the fear and insecurities about the capabilities that God has placed on the inside of us, right? So I want to share a story with you all um, in regards to a time where I had faced self-doubt I mean literally square in the eye and I never knew what that was in me I never really understood what it was in me and why every time it would rise up right so just a little backstory um on myself as far as like just you know work history work you know in the past so I would get jobs and I would be going to these jobs and I'm telling you God had his hand on me his favor on me you guys it was so it was so potent that it was moving so fast. Like every time I would go somewhere, I would start at a position, you know, and God would begin to elevate me and move me up from general crew and it would just skyrocket to the top. And I'm like, oh no, you know, I'm not ready, Lord, I'm not ready. And I would leave, I would leave these jobs. I would just quit. I mean, at times I can remember I didn't even put in two week notices. I would just, I'm out and start fresh somewhere. And I would always be just starting over and starting over and starting over. Right. So that was the procrastinator that was in me. Like you can be an active procrastinator because see the thing about a procrastinator is that you have made these plans, you wrote the vision, you've made it plain, you've seen it 20 times, you know what it is that you're trying to obtain, you know where it is that you're trying to get to that next level, right? So you've came up, you've overcome, and God is giving you the things that you have prayed for and the things that he has for you. And you're thinking in your mind because of self-doubt, I'm not ready, you know, God, is this you? It's moving quick. How the in the world? How in the heck? How the heck is this happening so rapidly? I've only been here X, Y, Z amount of days, X, Y, Z amount of months. I'm here to tell you, BC family, that is the favor over your life. When things are moving quickly, when things seem to be moving rather fast, you know, and you've taken that thing to prayer and God is like, this is what I have for you. It's time. Nothing can stop 
what it is that he's doing for you in your life in that season. And I, re- I can remember, uh, you know, like I said, I was going to these jobs and I was just quitting. And I remember God had been prompting me to go to the place that I am now that I'm working at. And I was working here and I'm like, you know, I don't, you know, this style of work is not something that I would choose for myself. You know, I'm worried about my business. You know, this is what I want to do with Boldly Confess X, Y, Z. You know, I have my own plans as well as the things that God had given me provision for. So when I went to this place, I wasn't looking at it for what God was looking at it for me. I was looking at it for what I wanted it to be. I wanted to line it up with my will. I wanted my will. I wanted to line God's will up with the will that I have for myself. Let's say that. And it just was not what he was trying to do in that way. So fast forward, I'm at the job that I'm at now. You know, I was experiencing different trials and things while I was there. And I just kept pushing because, you know, every time that I wanted to leave, let's just be real. God was like, no. <laughs> you run this time, that's it. You know, because you guys, I know as we talked about in previous podcasts in the last season, that was a part of me. That self-doubt had rooted in me and it caused other things to begin to birth in me like a runner spirit, you know, because I would have the spirit of doubt and it would cause the spirit of fear. And that spirit of fear would begin to turn into a runner spirit. Every time that I got afraid, I would just run. Every time that I saw something that looked like a blessing, I'm like, no, this can't be it. Because I remember this trait from such and such last time. And I remember when my boss was talking to me like that last time, God, and you just let them get away with it. But I remember, you know, the position came available last time and I applied and they told me no. And that crushed my spirit, God. And I remember, you know, when I was getting bullied at my last job, you know, nothing happened to them. They got away with it. And I was the one who got fired. You know, these were the things that would come up. Because of self-doubt, right? And it was like, I didn't even realize that I was allowing these things to control my life. I was allowing these things, the spirit of fear, the spirit of doubt to use me to become a a self-hindrance to myself, right? I was self-sabotaging the things that God had for me because I was operating in fear, I was looking for God to show up in a way and provide in a way that he wasn't coming through in that way. I was leaning into my own understanding and I could not understand why God was allowing people to treat me these these ways and this way and that way and things to have outcomes in the way that they did, right? So I couldn't understand it. And now on today, I understand, I finally understand, right? That God will allow things to happen to us, to take place in us, around us, to mold us for what it is that he has for us, right? So I know you're like, how does this line up with, you know, this new job that she's had? Well, I want to share with you, BC family, because y'all my family and I love y'all and I appreciate y'all so much and I just appreciate y'all. And in finding 
me, I'm finding you and finding you. You guys are finding me. <laughs> that kind of reminds me of the song. I don't know if y'all remember that show, Half and Half. And I think Mona was singing and she was like very obnoxious in the beginning. I don't remember, the, I don't remember all the words, but it was like, through the journey of discover, of the journey of discover, finding you and finding me. Something like that. Yeah, so, and that's just how I feel about y'all. I know this is a sidebar, but I really want y'all to know how much I appreciate y'all and how much I love y'all. And it's not easy to get up here, but I know on days where I'm just laying on the couch and I feel like, God, I don't have nothing to say to these people. And he's like, it ain't about you. I got something to say, you know, and he just needs somebody to be willing and even when I don't feel like it, BC family, I get up here for y'all. I get up here because God has a breakthrough for you in the room. Okay? I just wanted to get a little personal with y'all because I love y'all. And when I say that at the end of the podcast about staying great and blessed, feeling and prosperous, and until next time, I love y'all, BC family. I mean that from the roots of my heart. Okay? And I really would like us together to continue to grow and overcome this spirit of doubt. So what I'm saying to y'all, I want to share with y'all is I received a promotion at work, right? And it was just so God how it was brought about. It was so everything about it was just so God ordained. So I had been being bullied at work, you know, being tormented. The enemy had his minions on the camp as he does in the field, right? As he does. And we can expect that. And I was experiencing, you know, hardship. You know, I've already remember the story, you know, of catching the bus to work and I would get there and then I was being treated unfairly. And I'm like, you know, God, you know, get them for I get them. Because if I get them, I'm going to jail, right? I mean, let's be real, BC family. This is how, it, you know, the thought process is the thought process. We are spiritual beings in a flesh suit. And it is what it is, you know. So I'm ready. I'm ready to knock if you buck. I'm, I'm, I'm really feeling a type of way. And I'm like, God, get them. You know, get these people. You see them tormenting me. And I realized I was hyping my own self up. You know, I was allowing this spirit of doubt to take over me. Like, God is not about to get, handle them. I've seen this before. And last time, these people got away with it. But what I didn't realize was, was the change and the growth and how God was moving and how God allowed these things to take place. Whether you, BC family, are going through that right now where you're experiencing hardship or you have already experienced. I'm here to tell you that God is using it for a purpose. God is processing you for greater. God is processing you for your more, right? For your harvest season. So fast forward, you know. I was being tormented. Uh, you know, I'm reaching out to management, letting them know what's going on. I felt like I was looking crazy because it was kind of one of those situations where they were throwing stones and hiding their hands. And I really had no way to prove what was going on, you know, and every day I was coming home and I'm warning in the closet, you know, I'm getting mad at God, yelling, you know, just acting a fool, throwing a tantrum and God 
It's like, daughter, if you get back, I can handle it. I don't need you to get in there. I don't need you doubting me and operating in fear, trying to handle it on your own, taking the vengeance that I said is mine, saith the Lord, right? And trying to handle it yourself because see how God moves. He wants to do it how he wants to do it because he want to make sure that our names are staying clear in the matter that that. He's keeping his children protected because that's what a father does, right? He protects. He'd rather his name be on something than yours, right? And it's just like our earthly parents, you know, our earthly father. I, I know many a times that my my um, earthly father has stepped in and covered me in some situations that I did cause, right? And that's just how our father God is. So fast forward, you know, it began, you know, investigations went on, blah, say, blah. God handled the situation in his own way, and they began to expose their own selves after I fell back. God was able to get in there and allow them to expose the things that they were doing so that he could come in and handle the situation. Okay, well, how does this line up with the doubter? This has nothing to do. We don't want to hear about your promotion, blah, blah, right? That's what you're thinking. It has a lot to do with doubt. It has a lot to do with fear. I felt insecure about the capabilities of God because of the spirit of doubt. Where is it that you are doubting God in your life? Where is that? That you are doubting yourself. You don't you don't trust that God really has you in the palm of his hand. You don't trust that God really is there to catch you before you fall. You don't believe. You don't have that trust that God has angels surrounding you so that you don't strike your foot upon a stone. He don't want you getting dirty in this round. He don't want you getting down and dirty in this fight. We're trying to get clean and precise and to the point. We've come in to do what it's called to be done and get in and out and get this trophy and be more than a conqueror. But see, when we're trying to overcome doubt, when we are pushing to overcome these fears and these doubts, it's going to require a change in the way that we are speaking. Just as we have read, uh, you know, in the book of Matthew, that words create our reality. And in the story of the fig tree, it told us that Jesus cursed the fig tree and it withered. How did he curse it? By using his words. It didn't say he went out there and kicked the tree down. It didn't say he went out there and had a lasso and tied it up and, you know, he was walking the earth just like us. He was hungry for what it is that he needed. We're hungry for what it is that we need. And he set out to do what it is that required that was required for him to get what it is that he needed, right? And when he went and got to what he what he where he knew he could be fed, where he knew, you know, my father said, you know, he made this tree and I know, you know, 
that it's supposed to have this fruit on there that I can eat and I get here and it don't have it. You know, it didn't look like what it was supposed to be in my situation. It just looked at like a thing of the past that God was already doing and he was going to let it happen again. When really God had already prepared me for where he was bringing me. I had already experienced these things in a former work relationship. I had already experienced these things in a former relationship. Whatever that thing is for you, in a former marriage, in a former business partnership. I've already experienced people running off with the money. I've already experienced people tainting my talents and trying to make me doubt. I've already experienced, you know, going here and showing up at the family barbecues and being treated differently, you know, and well, why would I go again, God? Because this time is different, right? This time God is doing things different. (laughs) Excuse me. And I want to point out BC family about the fig tree. I did some studies and I was looking up you know, about this fig tree, because I myself really didn't know too much about the fig tree, right? And this, what was special to this fig tree, to me, it said that the fig tree was typically, you know, in the past found in the um, rainforest, and that it, it wasn't like a normal plant, you know, where it had fruit only during harvest time. It carried figs year-round, you know, and I could see even more how Jesus was like, what? You know, I get to this tree and it don't got no fruit. I'm hungry. And it said that he cursed the tree, right? And he cursed it with his words. It said, may you never bear fruit again. And immediately the tree tree withered. So he cursed that new situation because he wasn't used to the way that it looked. The way that it looked, it looked barren. It looked like it didn't have what it was supposed to give. What it what 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 the problem was was it wasn't there. What he went to look for, right? And these fig trees, it said that these fig trees' flowers are occasionally hidden inside the fruit, right? So I want to slide over, and I want to. I want us to really take a look, and I hope that you're following me, BC family. This is a tough word to get out, but I just hope that you're following me. So these fig trees have these figs on there, right? And if you've ever seen a fig, it's like this dark brown, just round, just... It looked almost like a beet to me, like a like a pear, but a dried up, just crusty. It just wasn't given what it was supposed to give, right? It wasn't something that you would walk by and be like, oh, I need that. You know, it wasn't something that if somebody came up and told you about this tree, like, oh my gosh, this tree is dope. It gives, it gets fruit all year round. You got to get over there. You got to see this tree. You're going to feast. You're going to eat. This is what you need. You know, this is, if you were to walk up on this tree This is something that would cause you to operate in doubt, literally. Like you would be like, okay, where's the fruits? (laughs) You know, but it said that the fig tree's flowers are actually hidden on the inside of the fruit. So if we can get past what the outside of a thing looks like, if we can get past that rough shell of the fig, if we can get past these things, right, of what it looks like and understand that the beauty is on the inside of a thing, right? That the greater is he that is on the inside of a thing, right? Come on, BC family. I hope you're following me. This is what happens sometimes when we doubt a situation. 
You know, what if you would have left? What if you would have not stepped out on faith and gone where God has called you to go? Have to go. Let's look at some positive things in our life right now. What if the place that you're sitting, a home, your home, what if you're not done the step that God laid on your heart to do to go look at that place, the car that you're driving? What if you were operating in a spirit of doubt thinking, hey, I don't think they're going to give me this. I'm not going to go apply. What if the cell phone that you're listening to me on, you know, it it don't take all that. I don't need this type of phone. I'm content with what I got. You know, it's not a smartphone. I don't need apps as long as I can call people. But you didn't know that God had a destiny helper such as myself down the line that was going to be able to reach you and help you to get to breakthrough so that you can reach these next levels and win your fight to win these rounds, right? What if you would have continued to operate in the spirit of doubt and it would have kept you from the things that you have now? See, because we serve a God who is all living. We serve a God who is the same as yesterday, today, and forevermore, right? So if he did something in the past and it's had great harvest, you think he can't do it again? I'm here to tell you, BC family, don't doubt. Do not doubt the things that God is doing. Yes, that person hurt you in the past. Yes, that marriage may not have worked out in the past. Yes, you didn't get the position last time. Yes, you were getting bullied and felt like you were jumped and God didn't do anything. Yes, this, that, and the third. I'm here to tell you that God is continually preparing the tables in front of your enemies. These people bullied me. When I tell y'all, BC family, I was bullied. And God showed up. And not only, I'm not bragging on me, I'm bragging on God. So I hope y'all hearing with clear hearts and minds. I want to show y'all how God is getting ready to show up in your life. How he's already, I declare and decree that he's already showing up as you are listening. That he's out there changing things right now for you. When I say these people bullied me and I had nothing other than to do but be quiet and wait on God, it was hard. I was getting off the bus. I'm going to work and these people tormenting me. I'm going in the bathroom praying. I mean, literally fighting at work. I already fought to get there and I'm fighting again. And I get there and and a few weeks later, you know, the managers come up to me and they say, hey, you missed your interview. And I'm like, you know, I heard nothing about having an interview. And they're like, you know, we know that's not like you. You would never miss something that's for you. You know, allow God's character to show through you. Allow your character to shine bright, right? Because greater is he that is on the inside of you than he that is in this world, When you relax, God will speak for you. He will provide a a ram in the bush, right? All you have is to be still and know that he is God, to be you, to be who God has called you to be. Sometimes the people that come up against you that the enemy uses because we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Sometimes the people that uh, that the enemy uses against you, God uses them to elevate you. 
it could bring attention to you that was not brought to you because you were in your own lane, right? And God knew you to be faithful and to be in your own lane as you're doing now, to be minding your own business and not worried about what others have going on. And he knew, well, my daughter is going to stay in her lane. Well, my son is going to stay in his lane. You know, he's been being obedient. And I know, you know, in the past, he probably would have gotten over there in that lane. But because I had prepared him, because I had prepared her, and they stayed out of that lane, I was able to use the enemies and make the enemies their footstool, right? The enemies brought attention to you. Those things that were meant to hurt and harm you, BC family, they bring the right attention to you. You are now attracting the right attention in this season. And those things that you are attracting, which are now your blessings, are beginning to fall in your lap. And they seem so surreal because you serve a supernatural God who, once again, I've been saying all through this season, all through last season, who does exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ever ask, think, or imagine. Right. So in my situation, you know, I missed an interview I didn't even know I had and they still came and the blessings tracked me down. Right. Just like your blessings are doing coming to track you down. It's time. You have no time to doubt when God says it's time. There's nothing that you can do. I was off work for those two days. And I usually pick up those two days. So when something is meant for you, it's for you. And nothing can take that from you, BC family. Don't worry about the people that are trying to torment you. Don't worry about the Jezebel spirits that are parading around your marriage, that are parading around the things that are for you. Don't worry about those perversion spirits that are coming in and trying to taint your mindset on a thing, trying to make you feel and doubt and fear that things are going to turn out the way that they did in the past. BC family, I'm telling you, don't run. Because what God has for you is for you in this season. This is your winning season. You've prayed, you've fasted, you've stayed faithful to the ministry. This is your ministry. If you don't have a church home, I welcome you. I welcome you to the BC family. We accept you with open arms and a pure love. I'm not here to get anything from you. I don't come on here asking for seeds. If you want to sow a seed, you are able to sow a seed. This is about you and your walk with God. We could be doing many other things in this world right now. It's football season. I know I like to see a good game. I know I like to hang out with friends. And there's a time and a place for that. But you have taken time out of your day to listen to these podcasts, to apply these podcasts, to take notes, and not just take the word that God is feeding me to give to you, but to take it back to him in prayer and really meditate and do the things that you are getting and hearing in your coaching calls with me. And I want to let you know, just a sidebar, I am, I have opened the website. I have not launched it out to the public yet, but there is going to be a space. The website is called the BC Lounge, okay? This is a place that is going to be opened up for you to be able to come and just dwell in the presence of the Lord. There's going to be access, unlimited access to the podcast on there. You're not paying for anything. You're going to get on there. You're going to be able to listen to the podcast from the day one that it started to catch up at your own pace. There's going to be a space on there where you can email me directly 
there's going to be a place on there where you can book a one-on-one call with me and we can talk. And I know that the economy right now, things aren't that good. I, there's going to be pricing plans available on there where you can have pricing plans and we can get your breakthrough and we can get you to the next level to your destiny. I'm here to help, right? So I thank you, BC family, for tuning in. And I want you to know, do not allow doubt to come in and snatch up what God has for you in this season. And how are we going to change that? We're going to change the way that we're speaking. Because just like we saw and just like Jesus promised in the word, he said that Jesus told us if we have faith and not doubt, not only can we do what he did to the fig tree, but we can say to these mountains that are in our life, Move into the sea and it will be done. We begin to speak and say, you know, Satan, I cancel you in the name of Jesus. Satan, get up under my feet. Satan, I cancel your minions. Jezebel, I cast you down and out of the way. Um, Anti-marital spirit, I break that curse off of my life in the name of Jesus. Spirit of doubt, I cast you into the sea in the name of Jesus. These are the promises. These are the hope and the future that we just learned about in the word. In the book of Matthew chapter 21 verses 18 through 22. This is what we just learned, the power of the tongue. If Jesus cursed a thing that was not serving him in that season, he said, may you never bear fruit again. And immediately it withered. There may be some things that we need to curse in our life. Spirit of doubt, I curse you. May you never bear fruit again in my life. Spirit of fear, I curse you. May you never bear fruit again in our BC family members' life. In Jesus' name, the power of the tongue. He said in verse 22, if you believe, you will receive whatever it is that you're asking for in prayer. So I want to jump back and I want to take a look at the study that I studied about the fig tree. BC family, if we're going in and we're looking for this fruit that people told us about, if we're looking for these outcomes and these breakthroughs, you know, just as the breakthrough and not what it took to get there, you may miss out on the beauty of something because you went there looking for things to happen a certain way. You went looking for your husband. You went looking for your wife to look like a certain thing. Yes, God promised you fruit. God promised you beautiful. God promised you handsome. God promised you that together you will be strong. But right now it looks weak. God promised you that you will be the head and not the tail. But right now your finances ain't adding up. God promised you that you will be the lender and not the borrower. But right now you don't have a job. I'm here to tell you, in spite of what it looks like, BC family, we have to believe and overcome the spirit of doubt. Placed our trust in God because as we learned about the fig tree, the flowers are actually hidden inside of the fruit. So look up this fig tree, you guys, on your phone. Look up the fig. It's ugly. It's dark. It's round. It's brown. It's crusty. It don't look like this fruit, this juicy fruit that people are telling us that we are going to go see, that we are going to obtain. Because why? The beauty is on the inside. Greater is he that is in thee, right? So if we operate like these previous cultures, it said because of this early cultures thought that the plant was flowerless. They thought that it bore 
no good fruit because they they were looking at this and it just looked like ugh this dud how could this be of any assistance to me and my need at this time you know i'm looking for fruit i came here for flowers this is ugh disgusting what if we had the vision and the sight what if we went in this thing looking like these people from the earlier cultures who didn't understand the beauty of these fig trees who didn't understand the beauty in you who didn't understand the beauty in the process of getting to the head and not the tail they could have missed out right so because we may be looking at situations from the outside of a thing we could be setting out looking for a specific thing It could miss out on an opportunity because of the fear of the situation, because of the fear of something not being good enough. You know, the doubt we operated in because we saw it and we say, you know, we word curse it. That's not for us. I don't want that. That's not what God has for me. It is. But sometimes we have to do a little extra work even when we get to that thing. And God says, here it is. Sometimes you got to take that machete. Sometimes you got to take that punch. Sometimes you got to take that kick in the fight. Sometimes you got to take that thing and crack that fruit open. Crack that hard exterior. Push through, overcome the spirit of doubt and fear. The insecurities of your capability to steward that thing and you have to take and you have to take that blow and crack it open and the beauty lies on the inside so i'm here to tell you bc family don't get caught up in doubt don't get caught up in fear because something doesn't look like what it should be because god told you if you get there I'm going to show you what it is. I'm going to give it to you when you get there. And you know, he promised you flowers and you don't see them when you get there. It still looks dirty. It still looks filthy. It still looks hard on the outside. It looks rough and it looks tough. Just like this fig tree, we have to remember that the beauty lies on the inside. That the flower is actually hidden on the inside of the fruit. And as Jesus used the power of his tongue to cast down this tree, to cast down the things that stood in his way, he's promised us that not only can you do what is done to the fig tree, but you can also say to these mountains, to these co-workers, to the enemy, to these Jezebel spirits, to these demonic thoughts that may be popping in your mind, to these self-doubts and worries. Move off of my path. Mountain, go and throw yourself into the sea. And he said, it will be done. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. BC family, I thank you for tuning in. Congratulations, you have come up and out of the spirit of doubt. You have come up and out of the spirit of fear. You have come up and out of your old ways. Glory be to God.
Until next time, BC family, stay great, stay blessed and feel, stay encouraged, and stay prosperous. And remember, remember your destiny. What is destiny? The events that will necessarily happen for you or a thing or that situation in the future. There are going to be events that lead up to getting to that thing. There is still going to be work once you get to that thing. Once you get to that marriage. Once you get to that position. Once you get to that friendship. It doesn't stop when you get there. The work still continues. Right? Crack that fruit open and keep it going. Get that flower that's on the inside. Take a look at that greater is he that's on the inside. Yes, you in there and you're experiencing turmoil. But guess what? Great is he that is on the inside. We got to look past the rough exterior. We can't be afraid when our opponent is throwing these things in our face and it's looking like what we didn't ask for. I'm here to tell you, BC family, it is. And you can look at me for an example. I had to fight to get to the other side. And here it is. I've gotten the position. I've gotten to what God promised me. It's going to require me to grow into this. This is new to me. Things are going to be new to you. But together, we're going to meet back here. And we're going to continue to grow. Right? You got this. If nobody's rooting for you, if you feel alone, know that you are not alone. I am your destiny helper. If you have not been assigned one, guess what? God just gave you one. I am your destiny helper. And we are going to navigate this thing. I'm going to stand right by your side as God coaches me with the song say finding you finding me as God uses me finds me I'm going to help you find you what they say I'm not one of them I'm not one of them them people that leave you behind we in this together. I want everybody to get on a boat. BC family, we're taking a turn on this boat. And I pray that everyone sticks with us and nobody falls off. Don't get caught up in the riffraff. Don't get caught up in the crowd yelling out there, screaming and cheering. They see you winning. They clap and they cheering. And we got, you know, of course, we got the away team who's hating. And they want to distract you. We can't pay attention to that. Keep pushing towards the mark. It's a fixed fight, and you've already won, baby. You've already won, okay? So until next time, BC family, I love you. Stay great, stay blessed and filled, and prosperous.